Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, it was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. From KQED. I'm Erica Cruz Guevara, and you're listening to The Bay. Local news to keep you rooted. Mask requirements are pretty common here in the Bay Area, except where I'm at, in Solano County. But last week, the city of Benicia decided to break away with the rest of the county by passing its own indoor mask mandate. If, if people had a different attitude about this thing, it would be done. We wouldn't be having these conversations. We wouldn't have people continuing to die all across the country. and it, Making it so partisan and political is not in anybody's interest. Today, what Benicia's decision says about Solano County's place in the Bay Area. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey. That's where you go to Sunshine State. But we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. How would you describe Benicia within the context of the Bay Area? Well, I think we are um, closely aligned with most of the Bay Area. We are uh, relatively affluent when it comes to Solano County, and uh, I think our Uh, Social and political views are more in line with the rest of the Bay Area than they are with the rest of Solano County. This is Benicia's mayor, Steve Young. I sat with him, masked up, inside his office at City Hall. 
if you look at the political leanings of those communities. You know, they, they voted for President Trump at a much higher rate, and their uh, elected officials, the supervisors that represent those districts, are much more conservative. So to get a mask mandate from Solano County would require them to change that position, and I sort of believe that they feel that what they're doing is consistent with what their constituents uh, want to see. We are seeing an uh, increasing number of cases. Uh, they have been going up at around, you know, five to ten a week, which for a city our size is significant. Uh, and then uh, the, the countywide numbers, of course, are uh, spiking, and the number of hospitalizations are spiking. And, and in Benicia, we have a pretty high vaccination rate, over 80 percent. Um, and that's a testament, I think, to the fact that, you know, we are, we are very concerned and we've got a, a larger uh, senior population than other places. And seniors, of course, are even more affected by it and more concerned about it. I want to go a couple of weeks back, kind of leading up to this decision when all the other counties in the Bay Area except Solano County decided to reinstate their mask mandates. When did you start to consider reinstating the mask mandate here in Benicia? Well, at, at about the same time when I saw the other counties doing this and the realization that uh, it wasn't going to happen in Solano, that we were going to have to take action on our own. And as you mentioned, this uh, decision was made official on the 24th uh, at a city council meeting. What was that city council meeting like? How would you describe it? You know, we tried to keep it not emotional, but this is an emotional issue. Other countries are shutting down, Australia, New Zealand, and doing what needs to be done. The U.S. has had 38 million total cases. When is enough enough? Like, I have started taking my business outside the county if I have to bring my children with me because I don't want to bring them into an environment where I am concerned that there will be unvaccinated people. But don't delay. You know, a vote to delay is really a vote for COVID. I am just, I am fully support this mask mandate. I think it's the bare minimum that we can ask of people here. Based on the public comment we received on Tuesday night, uh, which was, I would say, 80% in favor and maybe 20% opposed, and also the, then that was sort of the written comments we received before the meeting. We received about 100 written comments. And um, I think that really represents a uh, community consensus around this issue. And I think that made it um, a little easier for the council to make the decision to move forward. Yeah. Tell me about the decision city council made. What did you and the city council essentially decide to do? Okay, so we uh, adopted a uh, mask mandate for interior of public spaces in commercial and retail um, operations and government offices. So um, what that effectively means is that uh, businesses are required to post signs prominently at the entrances and to the extent possible make sure that all of their employees are masked while working and that their customers uh, do the same. And uh, then there are exceptions for kids under four years old 
There are exceptions for people with medical, uh, proven medical reasons that they cannot wear a mask. For churches, it said that uh, choirs were allowed. Uh, ri religious ritual, you know, if you're doing a religious ritual like communion, then you could remove your mask, obviously, but otherwise you should have your mask on. We're not going to be sending police up or responding to, you know, complaints that businesses are not following the, the ordinance because in the past when it was a statewide mandate, then we could refer these kind of complaints to the county or to the state. But um, we have neither a state or county-wide mandate. Throughout the pandemic, as we've been talking about, Solano County has been an outlier on a couple of fronts, including the mask mandates. I'm curious if this decision was hard for you. Well, it would certainly have been easier if Solano County was uh, in line with the rest of the Bay Area. And when they weren't, you had to uh, fight the argument that you're not doctors and there is a public health officer who's telling you one thing and you're moving in a different direction you know what's your basis for doing so and so that made it a little more difficult i would say we didn't necessarily have the uh, the backing of the public health officer uh, we did have the backing of the napa solano medical society and a number of doctors and infectious disease specialists who called in to support doing this so we we did have sort of a balance of, of, of opinion, but he is the official medical person in the county. In this case, we're gonna first invite Dr. Bela Machias, who's the county public health director, uh, to address us. Uh, Dr. Machias, thank you for joining us. Good evening, Mayor, members of the council. Um, I'll keep my comments brief. He believes that the spread only happens in social situations, in parties, and family gatherings, never at a, at a business. Um, as I have indicated on multiple occasions, our data clearly show that the indoor public spaces, the indoor public settings are not where disease spreads, so the mandate would not be expected to be helpful here. And, and in fairness, when he testified, he wasn't saying don't do it. He was saying, I'm not going to do it for the county. But, but he did say, you know, if there is community consensus around doing this, I have no problem with it. I don't have any opinion on the decision of Venetia to implement this mandate or not to implement this mandate. My responsibilities are countywide. So there are several valid bases for making a decision of this nature. One of those is political. Uh, if it is within the authority of the elected officials to make such a mandate, then their decision is a valid implementation of their authority. Uh, the other is consensus philosophy of the community. If you are uh, in a community that shares with consensus a common view of a policy, then implementation of that policy um, in compliance with that view is a very appropriate basis for implementing a mandate. Somebody asked me if I felt um, betrayed or it, it wasn't a question of that. You know, it's a realization that Northern Solano County is considerably more conservative than Southern Solano County. And when we had the public health officer here uh, Tuesday night, that was a point he was trying to make. You know, I, th I think that it's easy for Benicia to feel an association with the Bay Area, but I guarantee Dixon does not, and neither does Vacaville. Our county is not just a Bay Area county. It is also a greater Sacramento area, Central Valley County. You know, Vacaville and Fairfield are more culturally and politically aligned with the Central Valley and more Republican and more conservative uh, parts of the state than the Bay Area. 
and that Southern Solano County, perhaps because we're closer to the rest of the Bay Area, is perceived as more, um, I don't know if liberal is the right word, but less conservative. And uh, certainly uh, on this issue, perhaps more uh, concerned about what kind of health and safety issues are tied to it. Ms. Wolf, would you please call the roll? Council members Campbell? Yes. Clark Espada? Yes. Masetsky? Yes. Strawbridge? Yes. And Mayor Young? Yes. And I want to thank the council for the time you put into this effort. I know it's a, been a long night, but it's an important uh, thing that we're doing. And uh, I think the community is uh, also uh, grateful for our work. So thank you all. And uh, with that, I believe we are adjourned. It was important to me that we get a unanimous vote. And so there was some compromising in our deliberations in order to get everybody on board and, and receive that unanimous uh, support. Why was that important to you? Well, I think it's important to show the community that the council is united on this issue and that um, they couldn't then pile on somebody who voted, you know, the, the different way. Um, and there were plenty who were ready to do that. Social media has been abuzz with you know, lots of discussion about this. And um, I think once we were able to make it unanimous, it, it, I don't want to say it cooled down a little bit, but it did sort of take it away from a focus on an individual council person. And you know, if people are upset about it, they can be upset at me or the council as a whole, but they don't necessarily you know, pick out a single council member. What has the reception been from the community since this? I've gotten a lot of thank yous. Um, you know, I'm active on social media, so on social media I've received a lot more thank yous than, you know, what the hell are you doing? But I certainly got, you know, my share of those as well. But just walking around town, it's like, um, just this morning I was up at a coffee place and somebody stopped me and said, are you the mayor? And I said, yeah. And he says, well, thanks. For doing what you did and, th and that means a lot you know when you hear that kind of stuff from citizens um, who aren't necessarily active but they certainly are paying attention what advice might you have for leaders of other cities who might feel like they're in the same position that you were in where you had to maybe make a decision that was against what the county was doing but that they maybe felt was right for their community. I think they have to have a, a sense of where their community is on this issue. But if it's anything like Venetian, I'm not going to say it is, but you know, we were strongly in favor of it. Our community was strongly in favor of it. I think they, other leaders have to you know, gauge the sentiments of their community and balance that out with the clear scientific standards and uh, benefits that come with masks. And nobody wants to wear a mask, you know, it's not comfortable, it's not something that uh, we're doing it because, you know, we're trying to dictate, you know, something from the government. But this is a matter of public health and safety, and I think elected officials' first obligation is to protect public health and safety. And to me, this was a step in that direction. 
Thank you so much for your time, Mr. Sure. Young. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity to talk to you guys. Mayor Young says the city plans to reevaluate case numbers and whether the indoor mask mandate is still necessary in six weeks. Meanwhile, another Solano County city, Vallejo, plans to consider its own resolution to require face coverings in all public buildings. Vallejo City Council will take this up tomorrow at 8 p.m. This episode of The Bay was recorded in the field and cut by the one and the only Devin Kariyama. This will be his last episode with his fingerprints on it. Post-production work was done by me and our editor, Alan Montesilio. I'm Erica Cruz Guevara. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast.